gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Season 4, Episode 11 of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. I am your host, Kyle Mocha. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here live in the chat, live here on YouTube, or if you're joining us in the future on YouTube, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts, however you receive us. Thank you for receiving us, I guess. Yeah. That's a good way to start. Thank you for receiving us. Mm -hmm. You should ask for consent and then also say thank you at the end and the beginning when they give the consent. So... You're giving your consent for uh, receiving us, and now thank you for receiving us. And thank you also uh, to Mr. Justin Olapato who's joining us tonight. Yeah, man. How you doing today, brother? I'm good. All good. right. And and Lucy finally jumped out of the way, yes. and she has jumped into her bed now. Yeah. So we can now see the beautiful face of Mr. Zachary. That was like a, almost a five-stager. That was a pretty good one. Storming! Zachary, five-stager is storming. How's your day going so far, brother? You got a nice... You, you, you're one of the lucky people that can work sometimes. Yep. Yeah. Keep Keeping busy, keeping working. This week, the grass is starting to grow. It's starting yeah. to grow. It needs yeah. to be cut. It's essential. You don't... Hey, we don't want to look like a bunch of schmucks here, you know? We want to have <laughs> trimmed grass. People aren't stopping... Or starting to shave their pubes, whatever they're doing. People want to keep in habit, you know? If you usually get your lawn, if you got the money for it, you want your lawn, your business, you need the lawn taken care of, fuck yeah. It's essential. Yeah. I believe that's essential. 
Um, I also believe it's essential to let everybody know that you have a very special episode in store for you tonight. Uh, we are going to be doing our brunch spring uh, guide to music. Yeah, We did one back in the fall, so stay tuned till after our brunch weekly original single, and you can get to hear all this, uh, the, the music that we are choosing to listen to, uh, whether it's this spring specifically or every spring kind of traditionally. Uh, but again, thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you to everybody over at Moot.TV for getting this put together on the iTunes side of things. I don't really shout them out at the beginning that often. I feel like it's I true. They're, they're, they are a wonderful man. Uh, that's the way to say that. They are a wonderful man because they are just Eric <laughs> and he's a wonderful human being. Um, but tonight, guys, uh, every night on this show, uh, we like to drink beer and we like to taste something weird and we like to taste something normal. Right now, our normal at one point was our something weird. Yeah. Um, this true, is, I think, was. the first time officially that a, a weird taste tester has become a regular beer. Although we did, I guess the Bud Ice made a made a quick return. But we got the Natural Natter- Light Natterdays, the Strawberry Lemonade. Yeah. I remember we were all very, very concerned about this at first. And now this is, honestly, this is my springtime staple. This is what I'm going for in the spring now. Right. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's light. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. But it's not the beer that we're taste testing tonight. So, nope. Justin, let's talk about drinking. All right. We drink it so you don't have to Reviewing in the morning to the bathroom Cheap booze and craft brews Reviewing in the morning to the bathroom Why do we drink it? Why do we drink it? Yeah! Alrighty, there you go That's us chugging some beer in, in, in quick motion, you know all right, so tonight, yep. uh, Justin, you picked this one out. You picked this one out. I did. Um, now, uh, it is a distilled brewery. You said it's from Illinois. It looks like from normal Illinois. Yeah. Or the slogan is just normal Illinois. And the name of the, the beverage is really awesome. It's Hawaii Five mm, yeah, Ale. Yeah. And it's a product, again, of Illinois. It's a blonde ale with pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava. It's a fruity, juicy, tropical 6.4%. It's got 13 what the IBUs. What does Illinois know about Hawaii? No I idea. don't know. But you, but no you know what? Idea. A lot of places in the Midwest like to take names or name things after places that are not the Midwest. Like, you know, Texas Roadhouse is from Indiana. You know, it's from India. We used to, James and I used to call it Indiana Roadhead. That was our, our nickname for it. Um, no, that's a good one. I like I that. I would, I would have to give him Roadhead on the way there. <laughs> And hey, I mean, if he's buying dinner, he's you're buying dinner. Dick. It's 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 not a hard decision to make. All right, so yeah, we are going to give this a try. Distill Brewery Hawaii Five Ale. I don't like coconut. That's that's the one thing that I'm kind of holding often uh, in my head. You're about probably this. not going to like it just because of that fact because it's I very coconut. Immediately, don't smell coconut. It's very much the taste of coconut. It's not bad. I All like right. it. There is, I would say, coconut is the. Kind of, you know what? I don't hate it though. Everything else is kind of blending together pretty well. Yeah, I feel like I get the pineapple or the mango. I'm not really sure which one is in there uh, more prominently. Uh, definitely the guava, the peach and the guava also kind of like blend together. Um, but the coconut, it's I don't really very, taste. It's bland. Though. It is. It is like the f- initial mouth taste flavor more bitter, and then it goes it's away. More bitter. At it the has end 13 of it. IBUs, man. It's up there. That is almost. You know what, it's though? 6.4. I don't I even feel know like I who could... said 13 IBUs that brags about it. 
I could chug. Oh, these these are definitely oh, yeah. chuggable. I would say that if you were looking for something to consume, uh, again, a, a perfect hot day, spring beverage, um, it might be too much if you're drinking it in like the, the peak of July or August or yeah. something like that. Uh, because, again, it does have that bitterness. It has Still, it is an ale, so it does have to have that sharpness on it. Jeff says use it as a mixer for vodka and ice. That literally would be yeah. a good way to use this. This, a little bit of juice and some vodka. I feel like every time we get something fruity, we all just go, yeah, it's 6.5%. Uh, let's add, add some vodka. liquor to it, and uh, yeah. then we'll add some juice, and it'll just taste a little bit better. <laughs> um, so what we're telling you is it sucks yeah. and that you shouldn't be consuming this beverage. But no, actually, again, even as a non-coconut fan i am enjoying this um i'm probably gonna drink the two that i set aside for me over here maybe uh, i'm broken because i'm not getting a lot of flavor yeah it's it's a flavor in the mouth right off the bat for me and yeah, then it dissipates and then immediately just, i get the guava on the back of mm-hmm. my mouth but get i'm not coconut, getting the coconut really. whatsoever I get the, the coconut actually after the first couple of tastes is kind of going away for me no I'm it's definitely like getting fake the guava coconut flavors, and i'm getting like on the tip i'm getting it. pineapple you're getting. See, this is a, here's the thing with this one. I definitely am getting mostly guava and no, no coconut. Yeah. You get whatever you want out of it. That's True, what it that's is. A, that's this. It's a magical. Pick which fucking fruit beer. you want to. What fruit uh, do you want? You look at it and go, I mango. don't want coconut. Okay. Coconut disappears. Mango. You want yeah. mango? It tastes like. And mango. I taste like the peach pit. The peach mm. pit, just more yes. so than the, the meat yeah, of yeah, the yeah, peach. Yeah. This tastes like you're just sucking off a like pit. you just like licked a peach pit and you're like. Mild, mildly peachy, but mostly tastes like dirt. Mostly dirt. <laughs> it's mostly supposed to be in the ground and not in my stomach. And I'm not talking yeah. shit because I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just agree. I think that they could um, initial taste and then it's gone. That's all I keep getting. They could over do and over something again. different with this name yeah. and this can. Yeah. You know, if they were just like uh, blonde a- blonde ale, with yeah. and then in small letters they put like a hint of whatever. I feel like this is a beer that was named before it was made. They went, you want to make a beer called yeah. Hawaii Five Ale? And then it can't, yeah. let's do it. And, and they're like, like, what do we put in it? Fruit. Actually, the funny thing it's about Hawaii. it is, did you read the side of the can? Yep. No. Support flavor, boycott blend. No, this is bland. <laughs> this is this is the... You really need to have flavor. You can't be like Arrogant Bastard. The side of the Arrogant Bastard bottle is arrogant because it's a very in-your-face that's a perfect beer. name for that, that beer. It's a perfect name for that beer. This, I would not, if you handed me this and said, think of a state, I'd probably say Florida, because it sounds yeah. like it's going to be yeah. better than it is. <laughs> Unless you're on a motorcycle, go to the Keys. That seems to be the only way to do uh, Florida with that. It's the only Florida I like That's the only Florida on a motorcycle. Like, that is. All right, guys. Well, obviously, in the world these days, not much is, is seemed to be happening. Uh, but there is, there are news uh, stories that are still coming out yeah. that are not corona-related. Some of them are. So I try to find the ones that are more on the lighter side and bring them to you in a little segment that we like to call What's Happening? Get this stuck in your head. I just want to. 
I just want to point out real quick that uh, Jeff in the, in the chat said guava in the back of on the back of my mouth. LOL. He's quoting <laughs> you there. That was a great line. Um, and then uh, they're asking if it's a it's definitely a, sh- a play on the show yeah. Hawaii Five O. One hundred percent. They're capitalizing on that sweet sweet James Con Scott Con. Which con's the, the younger one? Scott Con. They're profiting off his really. Have profitable you ever? Have you ever watched the? The, the remake? Reboot? That's what I'm talking about. Scott Conn's in it. Is that this guy's yeah. name? I didn't yeah, know his that's, name. that's the white guy that was in it that yeah. they, they cast. Um, oh, yeah. It's sort of... Okay. I feel like CBS does serial dramas really, really well. I've watched Elementary and loved it. I love watching most CBS dramas. Like Blue Bloods, I've seen a couple of episodes. Sure. I get why people over 50 are like, this is good, it's intriguing, it's not totally run-of-the-mill, right. but it is pretty run-of-the-mill for nowadays. It's basically, do, do you miss Jag... Do you miss yeah, Jag? Do. Just watch CBS. I, do miss Jag. I never watched Jag, and that show was on for fucking like seven years. And Dude, I was I like, could, how is this still I on? I can watch like NCIS, Hawaii Five O. That yeah. is like not that I do, but like I could, I could sit through that and not right, right. be like, this is terrible. The way like oh, definitely, if you put on a. Uh, what else is on network TV? Um, I mean, most, the Mask Singer. Yeah, yeah. And, and any reality competition show, they're all kind of the same thing. The Bachelor, Even, no matter how ugh. much they switch it up, yeah, any of those reality shows is fucking like soul draining. I like the cooking shows. I do enjoy the the cooking shows that they'll do on like uh, you watch, the uh, big, you know, Triple D. Uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yes, I do. <laughs> I highly respect show. that man. Yeah. Um, and then I also really like uh, shows about, like, I'll watch, like, crafting shows for sure when they're just like, hey, this is how to make something really, really fucking simple. And it's basically a YouTube video I'd watch. Yeah. I just have to watch it with uh, some commercials or get Hulu Premium, no, no commercials. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I've not put a lot of time into Hawaii Five-0, and maybe I should give it a, a second chance, but I've not put a lot of time into it. Um, I put a little bit of time into researching news about today. Um, the first and and probably the funniest thing that I found out, this is corona-related. Um, the governor of Florida, who was, I think, the Wild last man. governor to institute people like have a stay-at-home order, he's a very wild man, the governor of a very wild state, uh, he's got on the record... He's saying that the WWE is an essential business, yep. I heard and they this. will resume live shows, all right? Now, you both have probably more knowledge and fandom invested <coughs> into wrestling on Not some degree. More. I don't know shit about Not wrestling. Not much? Really. Okay. So then we're probably all on the same page. We need Slacky. Is Slacky in chat? If here. Slack is in chat, you chime in. If you know about wrestling, let me know the answer to this question, because this wrestling. is basically what I think. Isn't like 90% of the fun of a wrestling event the heel interacting with the crowd and the crowd booing and cheering for whoever they like or hate the entrances the entrance music and then the little bit of drama on stage and the actual physical wrestling like I feel like that's like a 20 maybe 25% of it and then the rest of it is the atmosphere and like the intensity that is coming from that I could watch a baseball game with no crowd because who gives a fuck about the crowd in a baseball game but a WWE performance, are you really going to watch that where they're just like, yeah, point to the camera, point to the camera, and I'm, I'm the bad guy, and you should hate me right now. There's no booing. It's all about going. Uh, my brother has gone to wrestling. I would totally yeah. go to wrestling the same way I would go to NASCAR. Uh, I don't, I'm he not going to a wrestling match when it. I was young. He doesn't like watch it? I missed all of the Fernwood ones. 
But he says, yeah. like, you know, going to it, mm-hmm. it's like, a, you know, it's a good time. Yeah, anybody in the chat chiming in on this? Anybody? WrestleMania had no crowd this year. Yeah, like that. They've been doing crowdless shows for about a month now. Okay, James O's given us some information. Yeah, they have been doing. They Is did it entertaining, though? I heard I that they know. did it. Um, it just seems like such a sad endeavor, because now what you were left with are... Realistically, like maybe if they're keeping just like the immediate staff intact, they've got commentators who are just like a bunch of old guys just talking about the wrestling event. Right. You've got the wrestlers who are just generally a bunch of old guys who are wrestling. And then you've just got some like hot chicks walking around doing stuff. I know they do that more at fights. They get the girl that like says what what like round you're in and all of that. Right. But there's just like hot girl. So do they have the hot girls still because there's no crowd to like you know, like suck up to, or are they are they still having them? I don't I don't get why you would still want to watch this show, like watch that that uh, performance. Is Kyle, anybody is your know. your microphone is touching the couch? It is a little bit, yeah. yeah. Every time you're yeah, like yeah. talking like this, talking so and shaking. You hear him shaking. I'm talking with my hands. It was it was it was leaned down to the couch. Uh, sorry about the uh, uh, tertiary Ooh, noise there. Kyle's excited about wrestling. Why is it happening? Kyle excited about wrestling. All right, do you think so? So, do you think? Do either of you think that it is an essential business in any way? No, no. no. You out of no. Your mind? <laughs> I mean, they can. Why aren't they just doing fucking televised shit with nobody in the crowd? Isn't that what's happening already? They were. That's what they were yeah. doing. For well, that's what James was yeah. in the chat. He is saying that it's hilarious. He said to watch some on YouTube. It's hilarious. So, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be similar to, like, watching, uh, like, a, a, a sitcom without a laugh track. And now, as how far as I know, I didn't hear about any event that was actually going on. Well, the governor Saki, of Florida said that. But. Yeah. Well, Saki's saying that uh, everything was taped. They're going back to live shows. WrestleMania had its ups and downs. Uh, but was well produced for not having a crowd. All right. So, Slacky, answer us this. And I know there's going to be a little bit of delay here. Um, was it entertaining to you as a fan? You are probably the biggest wrestling fan. I know you've been a wrestling fan this since the fucking 80s. And you have stayed up on it throughout. So, I'm curious to find out from you uh, after the, the wonderful lag here exactly how you enjoyed all of that. Um, now, in addition, if I can remember how to open my phone right now, in addition to you got to break it open, I got to break it open, right? <clears throat> another, another news, uh, uh, another wonderful piece of news. Poker player Chris Hanuchin, uh he made a bet. He made an actual bet right. that one hundred thousand people are going to die from coronavirus. One hundred thousand. He made a bet. He made like he, he placed he won, money he? on a bet. I don't think it's hit a hundred thousand. I'm not one hundred percent about that. The uh, world. He's. I, it just said one hundred thousand people. I think he's saying. No, I think we hit that. Button. Yeah. Okay. So maybe he was saying in America, but in the article I read it just said one hundred thousand people die from coronavirus. Uh, so I have, I have two questions really for you to to ask here. Um, a is is this in poor taste in your opinion? This is a bad bet to be making publicly. And B, would you take the over or under on a hundred thousand if it's just in the United States? If it was just in the United States, you think take the over or the under on it? And is it also very immoral, stupid, terrible thing? Because I could take the over and then just fucking go to the grocery store and try and get it and cough on everyone. So you could rig it. I could rig it. it. I could actively 
Sure. Try that. You, or if you I were guess one I of the shittiest the people in the world, yeah. And then uh, go around and start shooting people before they can die of coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds That's, like a what terrible idea. I saw was doing that. Philippines they, are shooting people in the streets. Yes. Uh, well, the they're always shooting people in the streets. But, but are they the, considering that a death by coronavirus? Um, no, 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 no. It's, it's no. A, that's that's what I was saying about one of those, like Chile. Yeah. I think it was Chile. That if you died of coronavirus, they're counting as you're you were cured. You were cured of it or something. Really? Okay. Because their logic was like, it's not affecting you anymore. Yeah, it's not affecting you anymore. Yeah. yeah. So how many people have Just... uh, coronavirus? Those people get taken out because, like, well, they can't. They had it, but they can't get it anymore, and they can't spread it. All right, so worldwide, it's 125,910. All right, so he's already won that bet if it's just a worldwide bet. Uh, I wouldn't take a bet like that. You wouldn't take a bet like that? I mean, nah. How much money was it Morally. I, I it didn't, it didn't give out detail. It just it basically seemed like he bragged on Twitter about making the bet. Yeah. Um, if it was like $27, I'd definitely do it. Was it a friendly bet between him and No, I think it was like a professional bet. Like, like the, the article Vegas? basically set it up like in a world where you can bet on anything, like who will be the next pope and blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm. You can sadly even bet on these types of things. Um, and they went into wow. brief details. It was one of those like you're on Apple News, you click the thing, and it's, it gives you like six sentences like tops yeah. about the story that's basically all i heard and then it wasn't that interesting that i really wanted to dive more into it i'd rather just hypothesize about it that's about the level of interest i think that it really should. i would not uh uh take that bet um yeah. against him at all um and now knowing that it's over a hundred whatever thousand in in the world he's already, he's already lost that double down is yeah. it gonna uh, hit 200 did slack ever respond yes, he about did. this he uh, said this to be wrestling. honest he said to be honest there were more enter there were entertaining mas- matches the undertaker aj styles match was amazing they made undertaker Undertaker's look great alive? where he's he has Thought where he's looking undertook. horrible in the last few years all right okay so so it sounds also, like a fan that wants to really like it will still enjoy it. The two main events were horrible. Goldberg looked horrible, and oh, Brock Lesnar Drew McIntyre match was okay, but expected more. All right. Keith said Lucy's dad is in the Philippines, and he said it's fake news. It's fake news. All sure. right, fake news from the Philippines. All right. Well, that's good. That would be that'd be terrifying news. I forgot that he was in the Philippines. Yeah, I thought he just wanted to shoot all the drug dealers and the homosexuals. Well, yeah, Maybe. they were saying basically if you're if you were assumed to be the rumor was if you were assumed to be potentially sick um, and out and about they would they would shoot you. Um, but that was just a way for them to take out the drug that dealers. Guy's crazy. He yeah. is fucking nuts. Yeah. He's held up. This is also might be fake news. What's but, his name? Du- Duterte. Uh, can't, can't remember how to pronounce it. Something Descartes, like that. Something like that. Yeah. It's something with a D's and it's, C's and D's. It's that like it could be French. It could be Spanish. It could be just it's all, you know yeah. native. It's it's everything mixed when you're over there. Um, and yeah. Duterte. Give me that. Uh, but I heard a rumor that he was uh, held up in a uh, in a hotel with like twenty uh, of his wives or something like that, and that uh, that's a great way to not spread coronavirus <laughs> is having twenty wives. Twenty wives definitely good. All right, and then some uh, really cool news that's happening um, that I was I actually was on the phone with my brother Keith earlier about this today. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, if you you've never seen that thing you do, and this is the second week in a row that I'm bringing it up, yeah. because this Friday, the band from the movie that thing you do, the people that played the instruments in the movie, who were all they all had to learn actually how to play the songs so they could film them actually playing it. 
that's cool. On Friday at seven o'clock East Coast time, I think four. So that makes it four o'clock on the Pacific. They are going to be doing a live stream. Uh, I believe they're doing a commentary of the movie itself, and then they're going to be doing a live, however they're pulling it off, live performance of some of the music. I'm assuming at least the try the the title track, that thing you do live on YouTube. It's going to be one of the coolest things in the world if you like. The movie That Thing You Do. If you like Tom Hanks, if you like Liv Tyler, Steve Zahn, anybody like that, and you've never seen that movie, go check that movie out. But also, this is going to be a really, really awesome event. And it's all in uh, honor of Adam Schlesinger, who passed away. Yeah. Who wrote all the music for it, was in Fountains of Wayne. Um, also wrote for My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and a bunch of other Broadway projects. Um, I don't know if I said it last week, but he was working on a Broadway version of The Nanny when he died. Like the okay. Fran Drescher Nanny. He was really? rewriting it. And I was like, that would... So he still has partners that he was working with, so hopefully they'll finish it you know, like with, with, you know, with what they had planned. But it was... I mean, they're... Right now, I mean, Broadway is so Broadway far off. <laughs> Broadway Frasier? Oh, I mean, oh, God. I'll be Frasier. I'll yeah, do so it. You're for, yeah, I'll obviously. definitely be Frasier. Are you going to be the dad? Are you going to be the dad? Just sitting on a chair, then walking real slowly all the time? It's the easiest role to get. And you get all the best lines. He's like the best person in the entire thing. Uh, did you see they released uh, new Dune stills? No, yes. from the movie. Yeah. So there's oh, new yeah. Dune stills out there. I mean, it's not really oh, showing yeah. too, too much, but... The armor is pretty wild. It, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's his face? Uh, Oscar. Timothy. Oh, wait. Timothy no. Oscar? Timothy Chalamet no, no. is yeah, yeah. playing Paul. Yes. Right, right. Um, but, but they no, do show him in armor, too. Oscar, whatever. Guy from fucking uh, from Star Wars. Wars. Oh, yeah, Oscar yeah. Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Honestly, Isaac. You want to know how thrown father. off I was right there? Because yeah. my head, I, I don't know why. I was just going De La Renta. <laughs> Oscar De La Renta. Is that, uh, Is that he a baseball was, player? He was a fighter back in the day. I don't know why that name. Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya. That's what I'm thinking. See, I'm he glad was I didn't a, he have was it a right. Boxer. So Oscar De La Renta might be somebody. Who knows? But mm-hmm. De La Hoya. So, uh, maybe kid I went to high school with. Yeah, could be. Honestly, that could be what I'm thinking of somebody I went to high school with. All right, well, guys, every week I like to uh, go out into the world and search for a band to feature, and we try to get them from all over the place. Last week we had a guy from Sweden. We've had um, different bands from the U.K., you know, everywhere from England and Scotland. Uh, we've not had an Irish band yet. we got to get an Irish and a Welsh yeah. band to con- complete our, our, our superfecta of, of the U.K., um, but we have had a lot of Australia and a lot of places uh, all across uh, the wonderful nation of America. And uh, we are going. Have we had any from New Jersey? We. Uh, yes. New Jersey. I believe we have yeah, had we at had, least yeah. one or yeah. two from Jersey. We've had plenty of Pennsylvania, a bunch of New York bands, a couple California bands. And today we are adding another California band, but this is our first band from San Diego. San oh, Diego. San Diego. All right. This band is called Death of an Astronaut. Um, from what I can gather, they are in chat right now and they, they, said they would love a Broadway Frasier oh Whoa. they would love a Broadway let's Frasier get, let's get it together so they <laughs> uh, <laughs> they have uh, a single that uh, I believe they are about to release and it's called Jupiter and we're going to be premiering it here for the world um, as they say Death of an Astronaut is a feels rock duo from San Diego California I like feels rock yeah their music is a little bit alt rock 
art rock, sorry, art rock, a little bit indie pop, and they call that feels rock. Definitely digging the cover art. Dude, the cover art is fucking sick. All right, so the song Jupiter is the second single from their upcoming album set to be released later this year. You can find them on Instagram at Death of an Astronaut and listen to their songs on your favorite music streaming platforms. And Jupiter is streaming everywhere April 17th, so that's about three days from today. So that makes it Friday. You're going to be able to get that on Friday, April 17th. So without any further delay, uh, if you like what you're hearing, they're in the chat, so chat along with them. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Hope everything's going well on the other side of the country. Here is Jupiter from Death of an Astronaut. We'll see you guys in a couple minutes. Walk through the corridors, see the paintings on the wall, dance out of limbo. fucking beautiful. Yeah, I thought she awesome. sounded like early uh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, man, almost. that that fucking it's got it's got so much to it. It's literally they're they're definitely the idea of calling it uh, 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 the feels rock. Um, it does yeah. hit you right in the feels. It's got that nice vibe to it. Um, this is definitely something I see you driving around in the summer with, like you know, if yeah, you have the Jeep, I'm a sucker for this kind of music. And you're just love like, it. literally just on repeat or the whole album just like. 
swerving left and right all yeah. over the I mean, this is road. a little This poppier, is music to accidentally kill people, too, is what I'm saying. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely good. Yeah, it's fucking wonderful. Again, you can check that out, the single Jupiter from Death of an Astronaut. going to be dropping on April 17th, which I, again, believe is this Friday, at Death of an Astronaut on Instagram, and you can what find them. What a fucking name. That is a yeah. fucking, that's, I saw that, I think they liked something, again, that's usually how it goes. I post something stupid, somebody likes something, and I go, hey, can we feature you? <laughs> hey, it's me. Yeah. And sometimes they're cool enough to actually let us feature them, and sometimes yeah, they're really you. fucking cool enough to thanks come to the chat here and, and uh, here. Thank you so, thanks for letting us play so fucking much. Again, beautiful song. Has anyone... We'll gladly feature more of, of your, your music as you release it. Has anyone ever emailed you back and said no? Uh, I've had people that say, like, set, basically, like, send me a contract or, like, send me, like, yeah, something yeah. that says you're not stealing the rights of my music, and I'm like, yeah. um, you know what's funny is most most of these songs, since you've released them, we can't monetize half of these videos yeah, if yeah, we, we wanted to because you're copywritten music. Because of the four minutes of song, yeah. the whole rest of it, like when we cut it up, it can be monetized. I'm like, we can't yeah. even try to make money off of it. I was looking at We the, don't try. Yeah, you can't. I mean, we really don't no, try to make money. We spend money. We yeah. spend money on our wonderful endeavors. Um, okay, guys. So uh, every week we like to get together and we like to write, record, mix, and master a brand new song in about four hours or a little bit under four hours. They were like about three Today and, uh, was back to almost a three hour. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got started a little bit yeah, between 530 and six, somewhere around there. Um, now, if you are uh, new to the show and you're not aware, uh, again, written, recorded, mixed, and mastered in about three to four hours, and we are currently working on a pop punk album that is called the Modes, or called Modes: The Exploration of the Exploitation of the Modes of Transportation of the American Motorist, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the DMV. Yeah. It's only taken me you five weeks, and I can pretty much almost do it without <laughs> fucking up, except for fucking up the first word. The modes. Right away. The modes. <laughs> um, so what we are doing and why it's called modes, uh, we have been working through different uh, modes of uh, music. We have, there There are seven total, and the first, uh, we, we just said fuck the first, because that's every song. Um, and yeah. Zach, well, maybe you yeah. can give it a little bit better dis uh, description, uh, but we are right now on mode number six, I believe. Which is yeah. Aeolian or Aeolian, Aeolian, Aeolian. I think it's Aeolian. Yeah, it's it's like, like a garlic, garlic Aeolian. Aeolian. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're doing. So we're playing in C major. Uh, that means we're only hitting the white keys, no sharps or flats, for all the songs. And this one is you're playing C major, but the tonality of it is A minor. Right. So this is the sad. This is the saddest. This is this is a very sad saddest song. of the songs. Uh, so with that, uh, the reason that uh, the the cover art is uh, a car and the whole idea of it being about transportation, love the DMV, uh, is that this is uh, about my personal driving record, um, mm -hmm. and I have uh, we've written about me uh, having sex in a car, about me getting arrested in a car, about me just speeding in a car, and now I am writing a song about being in a jail cell after drinking and driving which you shouldn't do and that is probably the saddest if we're looking at my career it's probably the saddest is sitting there just going I'm going to have to make a really shitty phone call right about yeah. now 
to yeah. Papa Dukes Sucks. and have Doesn't him come it? and pick you Sit up. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a rite of passage, unfortunately, in our town in Pennsylvania for you to get a Dewey. Um, some of us are lucky enough to have Tui, and hopefully you don't have three because then uh, Kablooey on that. <laughs> I knew fucked. I'd get there. You're I knew fucked. I'd get to Kablooey. You're fucked. You're oh, in jail you're for fucking fucked. life. Although I know a guy with like eight DUIs and he literally just goes to jail for like six months and then comes out and goes to work. And Dude, I was in my DUI eight DUIs. class. He's fucking nuts. One of the dudes in the class with me just never had a license. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. And he got he got popped for smoking crack and driving. Or something oh, like that. Jesus. I was just like... Well, they say never having a license and getting a DUI is better than having a license and getting a DUI because they can't actually take anything away from you there. And yeah, this guy, this you're guy didn't so stop driving. He was driving yeah. to the things. I, my license, <laughs> he's like, well, I can't spend my license if I don't have one. Exactly, exactly. I was like, hey, you got popped for smoking crack while driving, dude. You're yeah. wild, man. So this song lyrically is going to be about basically the the uh, the lowest point, the moment of self hatred. When if you've ever been in that situation, you probably know it. Where you're just like, motherfucker, I know I'm dumb. I know I did something stupid. I'm about to get caught. And I really wish you'd just take my word for it that I'm good and just let me drive home. Uh, yeah. But it's not going to happen because they need to make a quota every month. Even if right. they say they don't. Make they that do. quota. Meet it and make it. What? Uh, now, uh, for the uh, the drums of it, Justin, originally we had planned for this to be no drums whatsoever for like two minutes. Yeah. And the last, uh, but then you kind of went in and started throwing things down. What did you add to this on the drums, what was your approach? Uh, I was more following Zach's lead. There were things that he wanted and style, like styles in certain spots. So it was just like going off that. But I think we originally started where I threw headphones on and just started playing. Yeah. And the yeah, back, that was fun. The that back was great. portion of it really yeah, didn't go to a click the, or anything. The heavy part and, on and he just rocked out to yeah, it for a while. So we just sort of played that and then went from there. Like we yeah, had we went, that as a basis. We went backwards. Yeah. And like your vocals will often record whatever the softest parts is first yeah as to save your voice yeah, yeah, yeah but on the drums we recorded the heaviest parts and then went first back from to that. sort of warm up yeah to do to be able to finesse the softer parts a little yeah. more now we are going for again the pop punk feel this is definitely the furthest removed from generic regular pop punk sure. but while you were finishing the song Jess and I were down here we we're like this is a weird song for pop punk and I was like, the vocals kind of do their job and pull it in. But what this reminds me of, and I think if we're trying to get all aspects of pop punk or as many different uh, feelings, well, right? this kind of reminds me of the fourth album from a band you used to like, where you're like, ah, guys, can you just go back to doing what you really yeah. like doing? Like, you, like you, you built up to it. And realistically, the band's probably getting better as musicians. Sure. They're getting sure. better as writers. They're writing about real things, so it's a little bit more somber. And you're just like, I don't want you to wake me up when September ends. I want you to dookie <laughs> all over me. Stop waking me up when September... Dookie, yeah. dookie. Dookie, dookie, yeah. you know? And so I feel like this kind of has that feel to it. But with that being said, where it got to from the whole the whole scope of it, from the idea, like right off the bat, I played, uh, I think, Landing Feet first by Bayside. I was like, ooh, kind of like this yeah. feel. Yeah. And we listened to that a little, and this sounds nothing like that. Um, we were trying to do, again, half the song more uh, just broken down into guitar, bass, and vocals. The other half of the song, drums, we kind of went against that. So in the true spirit of it, we said fuck ourselves and made it fucking punk rock. And even though it's not really sure. super, super punk rock, 
But again, I feel like it's one of those either the last two tracks on an album from a band where they just have to get dramatic for a moment, right. or it is album four or five of a band that should have give up, given up after, after album three. Um, what we called the uh, the song... Uh, never Again. Uh, never Again. Never Again. Again, uh, lyrically, it kind of goes into that. It's that feeling of just like, fuck me, why am I an idiot? That's yeah. basically the feeling of the song. So without any further delay, let's jump right into Never Again, our fifth, our second to last off of the Modes, dot, 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 love the DMV, <laughs> pop punk album. I've been modes dot 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 love the DMV yeah. on like everything because I don't want to type it. And then today I realized that my uh, text prompt has learned the title <laughs> of the album. So it literally That's goes, nice. I, if I type modes dot, colon, dot. it goes the exploit, the exploration of the exploitation. Like literally can just nice. follow oh, it. And sweet. I need to just throw in like uh once in a while or the, and it knows where I'm going. All right, guys. He so, says, uh, stop. Uh, stop waking me up when September ends and dookie all over me. Words to live by. Yes, exactly. They are. All right, guys. I hope all of you are going to want to dookie all over us after this song. We'll see you guys in, in a, what, like in three a good minutes? Way. Three minutes? What we, what we wind up on on this uh, one? Four-ish. Four-ish. Yeah. Sure. All right, so. Uh, no, 358. 358. Oh, that's, that's pretty four-ish. That's four-ish. Yeah, four-ish. You can only yeah, be right. two different numbers without before yeah. one, really, without being four. Uh, all right, so here is Never Again. We'll see you guys in four-ish minutes. Yeah. Don't go making the same mistakes. Don't go making the same mistakes. Take me at my word, I beg you. No need to prove I've done wrong. I've been down this road before. I know my rights and they're gone.
All right, yeah. guys, there you have it again. That is Never Again, our Brunch Weekly original single off of our pop punk album, Modes, the expert. Blah, 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 love the DMV. <laughs> I said it all. You just couldn't hear me. I said yeah. it really, really low. Just go back. Super slow fast. it down. Slow it down. If you don't hear it, uh, then you can always send your complaints to 123JustinSucksPA. Um, yep. That's the address somewhere in the middle of the state. It's just a pile of nothing yet. But one day, hopefully, a pile of angry hate mail. Angry hate mail. Can't wait. Um, again, you can check out on our channel, Hasbro Timely Jones, all of the Brunch Weekly original singles from the past. We're yeah. getting a couple more up there from season two as uh, over the next couple of days and everything. Yeah. And uh, again, you can check out our other albums. We did a math rock album before this. We did Rubbish, the Garbage Man epic, which is a rock opera style epic about a fantasy world that a garbage man travels to. What do you mean on our death metal, our last death metal thing? The, the Fall? Yeah. The Fall we didn't get a name, and I was looking yeah. through that thing, and we, we didn't really, so I kind of just treated it as more like it was death metal pop, so I just kind of left it just, I was making playlists the other day, uh, and organizing everything, so like all of these songs are going in the you know proper playlist, and you can find them a little bit easier on the channel. Thank you so um, much. And, uh, you're welcome. And... <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're thanking, thanking you're thanking me, right? No, no, no. I mean, you're thanking, thanking Chad. Uh, oh, Death of an Astronaut. Definitely that an song was fire. Thank you, guys. But yeah, again, you can check out all the past songs, all of our different albums that we've done. I did organize Christmas one and Christmas two together. Um, and you can bet your ass next year. Christmas three. Christmas three. Christmas three is gonna happen. Right. You know why? Yeah. Because Corona can't stop Christmas. Yeah, can't true. stop that spirit we got living inside of us. You know. To write weird fucking songs and <laughs> cover hymns. That's what we, I listened to. We Three Kings. It's such a weird song. For the first time the other day. I can't. I couldn't. I, I put it on. I put on the playlist to like pick songs to play because I've been doing a live trivia night on uh, Facebook called right. Trivia Live with her live trivia with Kyle Mocha. Um, Which is going. Well, wow, it's going pretty really well. Yeah, yeah, it's going pretty good. I mean, it is. Join Kyle uh, and Trivia. Yeah, just find Kyle Mocha, the way it's spelled here, on my uh, Facebook page if you are not uh, aware. And I'm doing live trivia. Uh, but it's going well. We had like over like 20 people uh, for uh, the one stream, like solidly. And at the end of it, I looked and there was like 155 views on the video. How did like, the uh, oh, family? How'd the, the family, family one's going really awesome. So it's it's different for me because I have to. Is your family playing? The, my the my family, uh, most of my nephews and nieces are playing. I have a bunch That's of friends cool. that I've worked with in the past that are basically like, thank you so much because now I've got just something to do and my kids have something to look forward to. And they can go back up. to anything they and have you, missed. Yeah, if you've missed it, you can go back on the page, uh, on Which my personal awesome. page or the live trivia with Kyle Mocha page, and you can find all the videos and play with your kids or your friends, however you uh, want to. Because i got to tell you, some of the adults did not get a lot of the Animal Kingdom questions right when I right. did an Animal Kingdom. But so far I've done Animal Kingdom. The kids and, know the animals uh, best. Yeah. Oh, God, sure. because you're fresh. Kids and Steve Warner know animals better. Um, Steve Warner is a... He's an animal. He is the world's oldest child. He's And he's an animal With himself. a child. Yes, yes, with a child. Uh, poor Meg. Poor mm. Meg. Dude, what are you... That text, did you get that in the group yeah, chat right. the other day? <laughs> yeah. He said, Stevie just sat in a six-inch deep mud puddle. <laughs> yep. That's his... If you don't know, that's Steve's... Uh, Daughter. What are you, how old is she now? Like two? two almost. Oh, yeah. uh, like this September two. will be two. September? Okay, September, so yeah. September 11th, remember? Yeah. Never forget. Never forget <laughs> it, yeah. Never forget when Stevie was born around. <laughs> but when he said that, I was just like, Steve, I've... 
Uh, it reminded me of a story when he, uh, we were, somehow when he worked with us, we had a job, a task for the day to yeah. go around to local tire places and get all the used tires we could because we were building a go-kart track. Oh, And they nice. wanted tires around the outside yeah, so yeah. they didn't kill themselves. Yeah, make, makes sense, right. makes sense. And uh, so we were at some place in East Stroudsburg. Just some, we just showed up at some tire place. We're like, y'all got any old tires we can have? And they actually even paid us to take the tires. Damn. Damn. But they were in like, just a pile. Just yeah. a pile of shitty old tires. Yeah, outside. Yeah. Well, I think they do have to pay. I think for a removal of yeah, tires, they most have people, to pay. They were, they were happy to pay us half what they pay the real tire sure. people to remove them. Nice. And we took, we were happy to take the money. Yeah. But anyway, there was, a lot of the tires were full of water. You know how they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I've had a tire you, swim. You guys know how yeah, a fucking yeah, tire yeah, not in a room gets full of water. It can retain water. Yeah. And we're, it's like a tube. We're, to, we're tossing tires into the trailer and trying to make them like line up nice to get the most tires. Yeah. And Steve grabs his fucking tire like this and just chucks it back <laughs> over his head into the trailer but it's full of water. Oh. And he gets covered from fucking head to toe yeah. in nasty tire Yeah, that's water. definitely a like father-like daughter oh situation God. for it the two of them. And I'm watching him, I'm just like, you are a fucking idiot. Yep. Do you know that? Yep. Was, Jeff wants to know if it's an old track on 611. No, this is a private property track. Gotcha. Gotcha. Private property yeah. track. This is That's some this is some Canadensy shit. Canadensy. Yeah. They do what this they please. Uh-huh. Oh, this is yeah. some backwards. This is some really some really fancy train. backwards shit. Oh hell yeah! You know it what is. I'm All right. So, uh, like we were alluding to earlier, we were talking back in the the fall. We picked our uh, the brunch like the definitive guide yes. to fall music. I think is what I was calling it uh, from brunch because. If you're listening to any music right now uh, during the spring, it should be off of the Brunch Definitive Spring playlist. Yes. You should not be listening to music other than that. Right. As we said right. with the fall, we're very pompous about this. Right. Um, so what I've done is I've asked the two of you to think of a couple. I think we did about three, three. last time, so that's what I prepared. Yeah. Um, three albums that are your go-to albums, whether it's this year or every year, your go-to albums when spring hits. Um, and the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to go with number three, then two, then one. I'm going to build up. Yeah, let's I'm gonna do build that. Up. That's a so good idea. If you'd like, I will I will start first. Because right. we've already kind of thrown their name out there a couple of times in their albums a couple of times. My go-to, number three, my one of my go-tos for about the last 20 years, about like nine, 18, 20 years, something like that, has been Green Day's International Super Hits. Not an individual album. There's I love Dookie. I love Nimrod. I, lo- I love everything. But the international super hits because it a it's got everything it has you everything you love. True. It's got it's got J A R. It's got songs that aren't released on full albums, and then it has like the one or two songs from like Shenanigans and like other late nineties that you forget about Nimrod uh, yeah. releases. And it's great, but it also acts as a wonderful time capsule for what Green Day was in the year 2001, 2002, before the 2004 release of American Idiot. And yes. that is when you get the Wake Me Up in September Ends and Boulevard of Broken Dreams. And I remember 
Um, I, I That came out in the, the first single drop, the end of August 2004. I had moved to Los Angeles like a week after it was released. So everywhere I went in L.A. was this terrible, terrible song by Green Day. And at the same time on the radio waves, you had Modest Mouse hitting it big with Good News. Yeah. And I love Good News. I love the Good News. And my roommate and I, I remember one time we were driving and they were like, oh, the new single from Green Day, and we had not heard it yet. And, and uh, we're like, oh, shit. And, like, he's a, a child of, like, the, the 80s that went to college, like, in the 90s. He respects Green Day and everything. So we both crank it up. And it's Wake Me Up When September Ends or one of those songs. And we're just like, yeah, no, yeah, no, don't need this song right now. And immediately turned it off and started probably listening to Modest Mouse. Or for him, he really liked Porcelain by Thursday. That was, like, one of his go-to uh, albums. The, the first, I believe it's Porcelain. Maybe not, maybe not Thursday. Porcelain by... I think I'm switching up bands right now. Porcelain the is first by Thursday Sparta. Album. Sparta. Okay. Um, but the first Thursday album was the first. Yeah, I don't know shit. The first Thursday, first Thursday album. Yeah. Is waiting. Was, yeah. Waiting. There yeah. you go. That was. I switched that up in my head. Um. But they. Uh. But yeah. So he he was all about them. So th- when Green Day released that album, it was kind of like the end. Of, it was the official end of Green Day for me. And then they went and wrote a really shitty Broadway play about it. And then they've just never returned to who they were. They're at back that point. on the radio now, though. They are With new and- shit, and I hear it. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I hear like a certain vocal note. I'm like, "Oh, oh, that's Billy Joel." Oh, that's Billy Joel. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Oh, this this must be the new Green Day." Yeah. Like it it doesn't sound like the old Green Day, and it doesn't sound like middle. Yeah. Yeah. Like middle era. There's. The, the post-Black Parade Green Day when they were trying to ride on the yeah, coattails but there's of like fucking a couple everything albums happening in the after, scene. I know. Uno Dos Trace was one. Yeah, yeah. and that, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the newer stuff is way, like, they sort of have done what a lot of bands have done and done more, a more modern yeah. Take pop on. music. Yeah. yeah. You know, not not as far as, say, like, Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, they're still retaining but their edge. I can't yes. I can't lie to you. Catchy? I love that new Panic at the Disco shit. Oh, oh the new that, one. It's just... Gotta have high, high hope. Dude, that shit, as If it poppy, wasn't called Panic at the Disco and it was just called something else, you'd be good. like, yeah, it's a catchy song. But I think the uh, there's a, like a stigmatism with that name I attached mean, to, to me, it. To me, Panic at the Disco will always be that first. Yeah. That first album is... Well, yeah. If you were into it, it's, yeah. that it's was infallible, the time to get into it. even though it is completely chock full of wrong things. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. But yeah, so I would say that International Super Hits is, is my number three go to because again you get everything you want from Green Day and that. you can just ig- good, you good. can just ignore the last twenty years, which is what I found out what most old people do. So I'm, I'm alright with being an old person there. <laughs> Justin, what is your number three? My number album? three is Turn the Radio Off by Real Big Fish. Ooh, oh, yeah. a, so what are the? Do you remember that what the singles off of that one were? Does that have beer? That or? has beer on it. Yeah. It has Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Doggy Dog, such a good um, fucking song. Sellouts on it. Sellout. It might be like beer is probably like one of their more like renowned songs. Um, and and just by typing the word beer into Kazaa, thousands of yeah, people yeah. probably found oh, it. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But they they definitely I think Sellout was like ironically. Kind of like their best, biggest hit. I think that was their hit. first hit, yeah. too. Like and then they the went and did basketball, so the whole basketball soundtrack yeah, well, that is helped beautiful. Big time. For sure. Um, yeah, I definitely think, what is the, is there one song that you think gets, like, not enough uh, respect off that album, or uh, do you like the... Yeah, what is it? Um, 
what's the fucking satanic one? Uh, oh. Ah, Scott Tannock. Scott yeah, 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 Scott Tannock. Yeah, yeah, Scott Tannock. That's such a yeah. great song. Yeah. Dude. I mean, that whole album's fun and really a summery or springy yeah. feel. Like, it's up-moving. You know, like, it's really shittily done lyrics. Or not lyrics, but, I mean, the lyrics are very shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... No, no, I mean, it's like they're they're depressing fucking lyrics. It's about breakups and other shit. You know what I mean? But then you're coming into all of this fucking happy... Well, I think that's why... Happy fucking music. I think I like most about, like, most pop music in that high-fidelity way... Um, like I love the poppy catchiness juxtaposed to the sad, uh, depressing lyrics, and ska does that probably better than most any sure. genre relentlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's why I kind of I think during the springtime you all kind of gravitate towards a, a more upbeat song, yeah. despite what the lyrics are for exactly. sure. For sure, uh, Zach, what would you say is your numero trace? I spent a lot of, of today thinking about this. And me personally, uh, while I have very strong opinions on fall yes. albums, like ones I go back to f- that are very old albums, yeah. springtime for me has... Uh, it's rebirth, so it's new music. So I'm going to say a little bit of that. It's a bunch of new music. Yeah. But a lot of the new new music comes out at the end of spring, beginning yeah. of... Yeah. Get ready for that hot Summer. song of the summer. You know that new oh, yeah. that new Justin Bieber. Yeah. That new whatever pop artist yeah. that Ariana's one, dropping at yeah. the end of May. Yeah. yeah. There's gonna be one. They want to be the party song all yeah. summer. And the rest long. of the album doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So I threw that. That's the LMFAO I, yeah, format. I threw yeah. that out because I didn't want to just be like, "Well, just go listen to whatever the new pop single yeah, is." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because right. that's Respectable. that's the new. That's my the thing I'm doing in spring. I'm searching, I'm doing deep dives, yeah, finding new interesting shit. But it's not always an album, it's not always something I'm going to go back yeah, to. Right. So this is what I've really thought hard on what I go back to in spring. And for my third pick, I can't I'm not even going to say an album. I'm just going to say go on Spotify. Or Pandora, if you still use Pandora. Or find the iTunes essential list right. of Leftover Crack, Choking Victim. All right. That's a, yeah, okay. that is, that's, and that that's plays good. in with the the other two punk albums yeah. that we already said. Oh, for sure. I feel for like sure. For sure. Spring, Definitely more on the legit gutter punk punk side of things for... Well, for, well it's just that's You get, you get just more me, scene you know. credit there, yeah. Um, but uh, Scene points are Yeah, go, just type... Put Leftover Crack into a uh, playlist generator... And just listen to whatever. Because that is out. a lot of the way that you listen to music uh, when you're like on the go and everything. It's like, I mean, you you, you listen to podcasts and stuff like that, but and, and radio shows. But when you listen to music, you'll listen to an album straight through. But then you'll just kind of branch off from an artist that you're just. Yeah, like, I'm wanting. a big fan of whether it's on YouTube or I use Apple Music. Just hit a the lot. radio button. Yeah. Well, no, not the, but just like related. Related. You know I mean, you, usually, when you scroll to the bottom of anything, it's yeah. like. Other things that are similar to this. Just right. put leftover crack yeah. into whatever you use. And when you, you can hear a whole myriad of bands. Yeah. Four songs later you'll be on Voodoo Glow Skulls and it'll work yeah, out. Yeah, much. but exactly. it, it, much. just yeah. as well for spring. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um dude, I 
I love leftover. If you don't, it's not for everybody. It's not. But Zach loves leftover. If you crack. like punk, there's nothing better than and leftover you don't crack. like. If you don't like pop punk that yeah. much, but you like punk. If you're it a Jeff Rosenstock so fan punk. and you oh, don't that's know a Leftover good, Crack, that's a good choice see, too. James oh. O threw a, threw a cover of uh, 59 Sound by uh, Jeff uh, Rosenstock at me um, on Facebook y- yesterday or today. Um, I believe it was yesterday. And Jeff that, Rosenstock has bombed the music industry. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I listened to it, and it definitely was closer to me liking something from them but I just never really was a big Bomb the Music or, or Jeff fan on, on oh, his own oh I was yeah. a huge I Bomb fan I loved his performance live his performance live was like I didn't like it right off the bat and well you saw as him I, as Jeff Rosenstock with the full and, band. and friends and stuff like that so yeah. I saw Bomb the Music Industry at a show where only Jeff showed up oh that was the that was before he had a he, he was just calling it solo yeah like this was that like, was right before he went. Ah, this was like 2009 anyway. when okay. it was like, not like it was in Philly the show and they're a yeah. New York band, so no one showed up. Just him and an iPod showed up. Mm. That's fucking. But it ridiculous. didn't matter because we all knew the fucking words anyway. See, yeah. I I I knew who he was through through Keith and other like younger friends that really got into him, and every single time for I'm gonna say Saldi for about five years. Um, I have a habit of hearing music, recognizing the music, and then immediately forgetting everything that you just told me about that band repeatedly. It dates back to when I was like a younger kid, and my buddy Chuck would play Fear Before the March of Flames, and every week I'd be like, oh, this isn't bad. Who is this? And he'd be like, Kyle, it's literally the song you asked me who this was a week ago. And for Keith, it just became, I feel like, a joke, at least for, for me. But with him, it was like I would just go... I don't like the song. Is this bomb the music industry? And he'd be like, "Yes, it's bomb the music industry." I'm like, "Yep." Yeah, I just immediately didn't. I don't know what it was about his his voice and and his style. I felt like it was like a rip off of Adam and my package, just like a little right. bit more crack it is, thrown it into is, there. It is a lot. It is very similar because yeah. when I was really into bomb, I also really loved Adam and his package. Bomb the music industry was like the New York version. Yep. Where Adamus Package was a Philly yeah. version. Yeah, Adamus Package was one of the was one of the more enjoyable things for me I back then, it. and I, I could even Adam. throw him on an honorary list. I would say for things to listen to in fall, uh, Punk Rock Academy is one of my favorite songs, like in hands fall? down. Uh, sorry, in the spring, we're in spring right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm falling behind. <laughs> we're ahead. Who knows? Punk Rock Academy, dude. That yeah, I had a dream. Oh, when I was in high I love school. It. I love it. Yeah, it was fucking beautiful, and he would play like all himself everything. All right, so my number two album. Uh, this might be a shock to some that it's number two, but it won't be a shock to many that is on the list. Has to be, and and you you just said say a, a band, and I could kind of do this for this band, but not really. Specifically, one album, your favorite weapon by Brand New, yeah, is hands so down. Um, microphone down. One of who? Microphone down and hands down. Uh, it is one of the greatest pop punk albums, uh, mainly for me because what they did after the fact, they weren't a pop punk band so right. much anymore. They definitely were a pop punk band for their first album. They moved on to the second album, and the second album had that more mid two thousands emo sure. feel. And then they just got weird and experimental and and strange. And you get fucking Daisy. You get science fiction and. My favorite uh, uh, of all of their albums is definitely The Devil and God Are Raging Inside of Me. Right. Uh, but your favorite weapon 
There are just certain riffs on that album that I can never get away Keith from. Keith marked that as as one of his three top it three. Definitely, albums. it's sh- it's oh my god, it should be. He also said bomb is rad as fuck. Yeah. So uh, we're in agreement and disagreement. Um, I'll give it to them. I'll give it to them. And I understand how much everybody appreciates Bob the music industry uh, and all of that, but. For me, eh. um, and brand new, which I know for so many people, when that album came out, there were so many people that loved that album when their second album came out. They're yeah. like, "What the fuck's going on with this band?" Yeah, I'm the opposite. I yeah, you. I you don't like, like that album. You like everything towards the end more, and as you go Daisy, back, it's not Daisy. Yeah, you oh. like science fiction, then Daisy, then Devil, then Deja, then your favorite weapon. Yeah, exactly. Like. Yeah, like, I'm, you yeah, like I'm that exactly order, that. For yeah. sure. And if they <clears> were <throat> to ever get back together and release a new album, you'd probably like that one better than the Yeah, well, the other I, I saw them on the science fiction tour. Yep, I saw and that tour as well. Science fiction is hands down the... Yeah, I love that. Album. I do it, love that. Album. It was a it was a really great uh, performance to see them do most of that album live, and it was a great album. I have it on vinyl. I've listened to it a handful of times, but that is definitely a fall album. Man. I yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a definitely fall a fall album for sure. Uh, but yeah, your favorite weapon. I think uh, everything from I mean the the last song being Soko Amaretto Lime being like hands down my favorite fucking uh, like campfire song. Like you're just sitting around with a bunch of your friends and everything. That is one of the greatest songs ever. Um, and then songs like Failure by Design and obviously Jude Law and A Semester Abroad was like the big hit off of that album. Um, if you don't know it, go check it out. Go check out their entire discography and see for yourself which which way you like them better, beginning to end, end to beginning, or just one or two of their albums. Uh, Justin, what what it would be your number two? Uh, I actually had a couple, tie. I couldn't really narrow down. All right, all right, um, fair. So fair. one is Promotional Copy by Reg- Reggie and the Full Effect. Mm. <laughs> the second that, is yeah that ties right in with Adam yeah yep and yeah. Bob and the I other, would say that I liked Reggie more than the other two he was just more polished he was also yeah. off the Get Up Kids and I had to give him respect for that the other is uh, No FX and it is So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes okay all right what uh, year did So Long come out the 98 99, 98, 99 something like that hell yeah and then the last one is um. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, Songs for the Deaf. All right, so you got a three-way tie there. Yes. How much... Okay, I want to go to, just real quick, the... I mean, promotional copies, like, 0203, somewhere in mm. there. Right? Or is that the earlier No, because their first album was Greatest Hits of 1986 yeah. to 1989. Yeah. That's, uh, which one has... But that came out in the 90s. Yes, that came out, like, 95... I thought that was more like 99 or something like that. Oh, no, promotional copy was 2000. 99 was Greatest Hits, okay, 1984, yeah. 1997. Yeah. So he, uh, I mean, A, probably the best name ever yes. for your first album is the greatest <laughs> Yes. Um, of a time it. when the band didn't even exist. Yeah, when, yeah, it, yeah, when they exactly. didn't, didn't exist at all. Um, but uh, to go back to, sorry, what was your, your second choice, your middle no choice? Effects was, no Effects was... No Effects, 98, uh, so around, around yeah. there. Um, how much, uh, for me specifically, your favorite weapon... And the other options I have uh, are albums that hit me at a time where I was like just kind of coming into my own, and like spring was always, sure. you know, again it, everything's getting warm again. You feel you know a little bit healthier, a little bit better, a little bit more full of life. And I hearken back to when I was 13, 14, 15, 16, and, you know, the whole world, you know, is your oyster type of mentality. Sure. Do you go back to certain albums because of certain times in your life? For like sure. when they hit you and they just, like, really rock solid for you? Yeah, specifically, like, 
that's why I had so many. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I could have done a top five, but fuck it. Like, fuck it. Or a top six, whatever. Order. Six, yeah. Hell yeah. Now, uh, Zach, what's your numero two? So I didn't even think about this until I was talking to my brother today at work about my number one pick. Okay. And we were listening to a song from that album. He's like, oh, this sounds like a song from that album. I was like, oh, that's a great spring album. 1975. Who? I don't know how to say his name right. It's either LeBay or LeBay. Sifri. Do not, I, I do not know this guy. I've You've heard it. I've okay. played it for you. The album is uh, Remember My Song, 1975. Okay. He is a gay, black, British piano player. <laughs> Jeez. And this album... Is from start to finish incredible, happy. There's upbeat moments. Oh, yeah, there's too. sad moments. It's such a good spring album. But you would know it. Um, the the first song on the album, I got the dot dot dot, which is I got the blues, um, was sampled into five well known hip hop songs, including uh, "My Name Is" by Eminem. Yeah. Oh. It's so good. Banana. That shit is so good. Really? Yeah. The and, actual uh, song, oh, if you've never okay. listened to yeah, it, no, and uh, it's so good. Streets is watching by Jay Z. Okay, um, is the beginning and the end is yeah. the Eminem yeah. song. Um, but a bunch of his songs have been sampled into famous hip hop songs. Hell yeah! But this hit me. This is back when Spencer was at Bloomsburg, and I went to visit him. And it was right at the beginning of spring. It was still cool out. And we may or may not have uh, partaked in some psychedelic activities. <laughs> may or may not have at least seven <laughs> years ago. Who knows? Um, and we were just going through listening to music we never heard on YouTube. And that that Labai Sivri song. And the, the first two minutes, where I'm like, I know. I like, you know it. This sounds familiar. And then when it drops into... The part that was sampled for My Name is by Eminem, which... Yeah. Being 90s kids, like... Oh, hell You know yeah. what I mean? That's, like, ingrained in your DNA. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's got to be the same feeling as, like, you, you discover Herp Alpert in the Tijuana Brass, and you go, Oh, Austin Powers! Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Austin Powers. So this this was, like... We just stumbled across where this shit came Hell from, yeah. and no one else knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're, you know, an old head. Yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah. older, and yeah. like, you know, I've had a lot of time to dig deep into music. Yeah, exactly. Now. But kids your age had no idea. Oh, but when we hit on that, like I remember. Um, did you find it in the springtime? Did yes, you, did, it so, was. It was. It was very early spring, end of winter. It was still cold. We uh we we spent a bunch of time outside. It was still sweater weather. Okay. Um. So you know, it was it's still sweater weather now. Sweater like weather. I, yeah. In the morning, it's so cold. Well, oh, I brought a a flannel, a sweater, and a jacket, yeah. not knowing what the fuck is going but to happen. But this album, there is <laughs> yeah, um. Listen, Seriously. listen to the vulture. Okay. There's a line in uh, it's just such a gangster line in the song. He says, "I tell a bitch what you want to hear. I'm an evil man." Damn. This song is about being a vulture and looking and preying on a girl who has just been dumped or just left oh, her man and being like in. Just, and and then when you think about it, like ah, this dude is actually gay, so what but is he this was song about? but he was able to write 
Like, not not knowing that the first time I heard it. Like, yeah. a song that I was just like, I totally fucking get what you're saying yeah. right now. Well, Even, all you gotta do, I mean, back then, so many people that were gay and weren't was, out, you just changed the, the pronoun. Yeah. He, yeah. And who he knows? made his career harder on himself, and probably why he's not heard of a lot now, is from the start, he was just, when it was not okay. He was just cool with he himself. He was just like, yeah, I'm English, and I'm black, and I'm gay. Yeah. And we're making... And for Americans, that's three we're strikes making against fucking, you at that time. We're right. making jams out here. Fuck yeah. And I feel yeah. like in 75, a lot of people weren't okay with that. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, but man, it was you, definitely not as open-minded. It's L-A-B-I. L-A-B-I. Um, S-I-F-F-R-E? All right. Something like that. But uh, I, I got it's the... It's really rad. It's, every song is good. There's a song called... Uh, Sadie, which I believe is about Marilyn, not Marilyn, um, Charles Manson. Okay. Um, which is, you know, about Sadie and the devil, which just Sadie was one of the Manson girls. Yeah, yeah, sexy yeah. Sadie, yep. too, by the Beatles. Um, but there is just, the whole album is full of awesome dance moments. So it's, do you, is, is that something you put on when you're like, it's starting to get nice out, I need to throw this on? Yeah, I that feel is, like... And that's like we all picked a lot of punk too. Yeah. It's like in in the fall everything is dying, especially because I work in the um, landscape industry uh, yes. business. You know, in the fall we're just cutting dead shit out, or and in the spring or, you're planting you know, stuff we're, and getting we're stuff actually ready killing. To life. Sh- you know, we're yeah. we're pruning shit heavy in the fall. Yeah, in the winter things are dead. Yeah, I want some brutal death metal that is just. Morbid and in the yeah. spring things really come back to life. Really pulled there. Yeah, I want to fucking dance. I want to be happy. Hell yeah! I want to ex- explore my mind. About, if I knew more about Redbone, I would probably put Redbone on this list because, like, just that like happy dancing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you could probably put the entire Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack True. one and two. Yeah. on on a list for springtime. It's fucking oh, awesome, great. like that. Yeah, that's great. Idea. All right, so my number one, and it's been my number one. In the fall, or sorry, in the spring, in the fall. It's actually my number one a lot of the time, but definitely in the spring. My number one go-to album has been, I think the album came out like around uh, 2002, 2003, uh, is Homegrown Kings of Pop. Um, Homegrown was off of the record label Drive Through Records. It was huge in the late 90s and early 2000s. You had bands like Early November come off of there. Newfound Glory was off of there. And the label actually originally formed because the brother and sister who created it thought it was ridiculous that Jimmy Eat World wasn't signed to a record label. So they started a record label just to sign Jimmy Eat World. And by the time they got that, they went and signed their major... By the time they made their record label, Jimmy Eat World had signed to a major label. So then they just went out and they found every pop punk artist that they could find that was worth something. A lot of bands out of Jersey, a lot of bands out of Southern California and Homegrown was the most Southern California pop punk band you could find. They had a great song on one of their earlier releases that was called Surfer Girl that every single guy I knew that played guitar in high school was trying to learn that song. Um, I don't know just, this. It is, I've never heard of it. The song itself or the band itself? Both. Both, okay. So Surfer Girl is just like a fun, kind of almost island in the sun feel like that. Like, a lot on the upbeats. 
Uh, but then it just gets real heavy and real aggressive. And it's just about falling in love with a, a girl with giant boobs that was surfing one day. It's just like a, I fell in love with a girl at the beach because she had giant I'm tits. With that. And she was gorgeous. And then just one day she was gone. Uh, but Kings of Pop has some of my... It, it's What an audacious name. Oh, well, it's great. <laughs> and the album cover is uh, a dude, uh, like looks like a 15-year-old kid going like, ah, with his teeth. And he's got a grill. And the grill says Kings of Pop on it. Um, what year is this? Around like 2002, 2003, maybe maybe 04. Is this like competing the with Punk Goes Pop type thing? Nope, nope. This is just them. It's a oh, 100% okay. original okay. album. Okay, so it's a full album. It's full album. Okay. Um, they have songs. Uh, probably my favorite song on it. Uh, they have uh, uh, a song called You're Not Alone, a song called uh, uh, Second Best. And Second Best was definitely like one of those... It's about, like, I'm tired of being the friend that's just waiting type of thing. Like, or, like, you have... Maybe that wasn't what they were trying to say, but for me at that point in my pathetic life, that's what I was taking from it. But the idea of, like, I don't want to be second best. I've waited too long. Then the rest of the line is, like, I just want one second chance to be your first again. So, like, lyrically, it's a very just, like, emo-sounding lyrics, but it's just, like, I didn't want to be second uh, and just like drums all over the place like a phenomenal fucking uh, a band but Not Alone uh, You're Not Alone is probably one of the best songs off of there uh, but they have a song called Kiss Me and Diss Me and it was definitely right for the time in, in both the the uh, lyrics that they were using and also the, the sound because it was riding high off of the wave of bands like Goldfinger and Green Day being really popular and then all of Tony Hawk happening right. and then Blink-182 right. getting really, really big. And these guys were kind of the opening band for so many of those bands for about five years and they just never broke through. They never became anything bigger. Um, so if you're looking for cheesy, fun, stupid, fast pop punk, check out anything by Homegrown, but specifically Kings of Pop. I definitely recommend that album. Oh. All right, Justin, on to you. What is your number one? Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. Traveling Without Moving. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, what Such are the, a great album. What are the singles off of that album? Virtual Insanity is the big mm -hmm. one. Uh, I don't actually remember all the other. This, what were the other singles off of that? Uh, it's, no, Space Cowboys album before. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I mean, even Virtual know. Insanity is just, is the big one. You can put I don't the know. album on. Just I don't listen know the to the names whole album. of any of the yeah, songs, yeah. but I could probably yeah. hum you the melodies once once they hit. Now, yeah. when did you get first introduced into this? Uh, I saw the video on MTV when I was young. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know, probably 14 or so. And was instantly like, hooked on the song. Uh, picked up the album and then slowly, as I got older, kind of dropped off with them. And then when we were working at Jocks again, Rocco was always into Jamiroquai. Or yeah. he stumbled upon it somehow. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I yeah, used to my, listen my, to Jamiroquai Jeff all the time. is liking your Jamiroquai. Yeah. My, my Jamiroquai. dad was into that, too. Yeah. Because of MTV. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, and so it was like the three of us all had like a cursory knowledge of we're like yeah I know virtual insanity yeah. and that it's sort of cool and then we got into it, it got really into it like their first album is really fucking good uh, it's very much so like jungle sounds and drums and like but it's all it's all real it's all yeah, real yeah, yeah. like they ain't sampling. Those guys yeah. are fucking ripping it yeah it's really they're rad. going to the jungle to get their noises yeah they're going there and they're getting yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck it. All right, Zach, what is your go-to number one 
album for springtime. Uh, Not that well, long ago. This is, this is newer. This okay. is from last year. But I'm going to say uh, Fishing for Fishies. Oh, yeah. What's a great album. Yeah. You know what? And the Lizard I was going to put oh. them on my list, too, but... I, that was, I haven't listened to that in a couple. That might that might oh, sneak its way so. into my it's list over great, the next couple of years. It's a great album. Because I thoroughly enjoyed that fucking album. It's King Gizzard's Boogie Woogie album. Yep. Everything is happy and exciting. Now, for people that fun. don't know uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, can you explain to like what, what type of band they are? Because this album, if you go to this album, this is one album. Yeah. You go check out other stuff, you might not be in for the same treatment. Yeah, definitely not. Like, the latest album. Like, the two albums they released was... Um, uh, oh, yeah, they did two last Inf- year. In, 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 no, last year was... Infest the Rat's Nest Infest and in- Fishing for Fishing. Yeah. Totally yeah. different albums. Yeah. So, they're from Australia. They're a, a psychedelic rock band, I, yeah. would, I guess I would say. But yeah. uh, Fishing for Fishies is their Boogie Woogie album. It's so good. Um, you know, they have albums that are more acoustic, Beatles sounding. Um, Infest the Rat's Nest was a straight up thrash album. Yeah. 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 Um, it was one of the, dude, that show. Yeah. You know, Remember unfortunately that? we're not going to be able to see them this year because all this shit. We yeah. were supposed to go and fucking see them in Philly again, but, uh. It was incredible. Well, that's the worst Thanks, thing that's happening right now. COVID. Sorry. You but, guys are getting the worst of but, it. But, uh, yeah. Fishing for Fishies. For springtime is perfect. Like it's happy, it's, yeah, it's it upbeat. Is. You can dance to it. It's it's sort of a combo of all the albums we said. There's yeah. a little bit of of that punk uh, energy to it, but it is also funky. Yep. It's also highly um, intricate with the musicianship. Oh fuck yeah! Um, it, it's. And, they, they are my fucking and favorite. And for band. us, they so they're good. from Australia, and there's nothing yes. better than a band from Australia. Uh, yeah, dude. Really, just explore Australian music. Uh, almost you will a- find yourself in a weird hole with that shit, though. What I was that say, one band that you found? The dude that worked worked in the sex. Uh, oh my god! What? What? Like it starts off in the video where where dudes are sex? like making fun making oh, fun of god. people. And he was like yeah, something he, dildo, yeah, dildo drill or some shit. To his head. Dildosaurus. Yeah, yeah. What is? What that? was that? But that it will bring I've you down a dark web. Yeah, there's it, a lot of. There's a lot. Of, anywhere you go, there's gonna be strange Australia stuff. Australia is yeah, the place it's fucking for, weird. for rock for rock and roll, new rock and roll. Yeah, it's fucking. It, it, you know, yeah. what, you got Tame Impala on one side, and then you've got. You know, that's the more poppy stuff. Yeah, yeah, people know that, yeah. And then you've got all the pub bands. You know, we, we got Literally, the you Cosmic Psychos. Cosmic Psychos. You can check out bands that we played in the over the last year, especially mainly the one that always jumps into my brain, uh, and they're probably... i got to start listening to their full albums, but Jurassic was Jurassic, that band. Yeah, Jurassic, yeah. Yeah. Smoke, too. oh my God, is such a good fucking song. And then The Great Emu War, who we yep. also played on here, they were fucking phenomenal. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's a, that's a pretty good definitive guide to, to spring music so. for you guys. There's some stuff for you guys to get started uh, listening on. Uh, feel free to comment in, in the uh, chat or on this video um, of what your favorite yeah. spring fling thing uh, type Add of to thing the list. is. Add get to the list. Spread the stuff. music. All right, yeah. guys. Now, every week, uh, we like to close our show by doing a little crossover with our brother or sister love podcast. Let me ask you a question where Sir Anthony of the Angels asks a very random and weird question to the boys 
every single Monday, along with our Moot Monday drops of our episode on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, so let's jump into Let Me Ask You a Question from Let Me Ask You a Question. Let me ask you a question Let me ask you a question Let me ask you a question From Let me ask you a question All right guys as I said Every week I like to bring the question from Let Me Ask You a Question. Uh, They kind of had a two-parter, an unintentional two-parter, because Anthony will once in a while open up with like a warm-up question. Sure. Um, His warm-up question was about uh, how many sheets of toilet paper are you down to through all of this and what your wiping uh, regimen was. Uh, He says that he only uses about uh, six. He uses three for the first wipe, three for the second wipe. But then he also admits to having terrible swamp ass throughout the day, which the boys determined was just him not wiping his ass properly enough. Greg goes with nine, and then he also uses nine. But then, so it's like three, three of three, and then he uses two uh, uh, wet wipes at the end. So um, have you... Every uh, shit? Every, that's, that's his, not every, but that's his average is what he's saying. Because I shit like 12 to 18 times a day. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, would you would you say you've been uh, more uh, economical with your toilet paper through all of this? Or have you just kind of been going about business as usual? Uh, probably more economical. I don't really pay attention to how much I'm using. Yeah. Like, You're a little bit more conscious yeah, about it. A exactly. little bit more. Zach and your 18 shits I per day. I literally buy the cheapest toilet paper you can buy. Yeah. Because I I, I I go single ply. I don't care if this shit feels like cardboard on my ass. <laughs> I am. I've, I've already been living the as economical as possible toilet paper life. For your yeah. whole life. For my whole life. For your whole life. Um. Yeah. So we... Uh, probably in the next two days, I am getting to the end of the last big the enormous bought, toilet yeah. paper. But I have bought more. Justin got more yeah. since then. Yeah. So we we have a backup already. Yeah. Um, so you're good so on TP. W- when the when the whole TP shortage hit, I was just like. Whatever. I, I'm already mm. as economical as possible. Ready to go. I literally changed nothing about my yeah. um, duty habits. Okay. Because I was already... You were already uh, duty... I was already on that you're wave. You were already uh, on of, the duty. Yeah. Of the... You were doing used your... the least amount of paper duty, while you're here. Diligence. Yeah, you were exactly. doing duty diligence. Now, my, my only yes. problem is I have allergies, so yes. I tend to blow my nose that, right off. Yeah. That is where I... I That's I where went, I waste toilet paper. I went and bought specifically... When this all started, I went and specifically bought uh, tissues because I am... I'm constantly blowing my nose. I am... Constantly annoyed with just like there's just snot in my nose. I feel like there's shit never there. enough tissues though. There's never enough. I am a person that uses Q-tips to clean out my nose too because I'm just like get the fuck in there and just like the cotton yeah. will just grip it and pull it out. I just um, pick my nose. So I oh I'll That's pick fine. my nose too, but sometimes you just Not can't. Public, you you know, can't get that. You can't get that <laughs> finger all the way to where it private, needs to go. So the Q-tip there. will help you out a little bit for me. Um, so I I would say that I have been. Uh, down to probably, you know, like, I- I'm not counting, but I would assume about, like, half of what I was using as far as toilet paper, but now I am solidly relying on the 
two to three wet wipes that I am using to make sure there is nothing left at all. And I know some other so people... So you're on the wet wipe game? Oh, I am on the wet wipe I, game. I'm not. And I'm not I, but here's the problem. The wet wipe is the last thing you do, right? Like you're supposed to wet wipe first. Some people, uh, including Anthony, think that you wet wipe, wet wipe first and then use it to clean, use toilet paper to clean the rest of it. That would make more sense. It shouldn't. It's going to make my ass wet. Yes. And then yeah. I'm going to dry my ass. Yep. That, is, that is the problem that people might have with it. But I am somebody that included in my saving of toilet paper uh, a half... Um, I still, uh, a lot of times because I will eat, uh, you know, like spicy food and stuff and you get like that wet ass. I'm not opposed to a once in a while man pond of wrapping up a little bit of toilet paper and just shoving it right up in there to absorb some of that. Um, (laughs) hold the thing in my ass cheek. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I just do it like right afterwards. And then the next time I go take a pee, it comes out and we're good. Like just to make sure there's no, so I will use toilet paper to absorb that. Some still about half of what I was using and I was probably being fairly wasteful before but that isn't yeah. even the real question tonight. Right, that is right. just a warm up question okay. um, and I include it because uh, sometimes he asks questions that we're just like yeah no whatever like last week would you ever be in a situation where you wouldn't be embarrassed by a fart or whatever it's just like for right, Zach right. it's like come on yeah, yeah. like he's never embarrassed so I, I like to ask the additional question once in a while but here's the main question is there a job that you could have and we'll say specifically for us a job that you are qualified to do that you could be too excited for and then get fired for being so excited to have that job a job that you are just so overly all of the time head over heels with getting to have this job and i'll start because me as a bartender the whole idea of like really liking my job and really liking where i work and everything it adds i've worked in places that i do not enjoy and even just faking the enjoyment seems to then make other people uh, really, really uh, enjoy it more because they believe me because I'm lying to them. (laughs) Um, But when I thoroughly actually enjoy my job, I think that job that I'm qualified to do as a bartender, I succeed more when I'm actually thoroughly enjoying it and having a good time on a daily basis. But at the same time, I know that there are jobs that I could probably have that I could probably qualify just... You know, if I I could go to the store right now and they're hiring uh, yeah. plenty of grocery stores and yeah. get a job yeah. stocking shelves, I'm qualified to do that job. But if I was just like real super giddy about that, uh, it might weird some people out. I don't know if it would get me fired, but it would weird me out. So the question is really: Is there anything you think <laughs> you, you would be so excited for? And maybe it's not even something you're qualified for. Something that you just go, you should not be. I think they use the no. idea of like an undertaker. Like no, you should this... not be like, "Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming here with your dead body." Is this taking into consideration you're not getting fired for being like wasted if you work at a brewery? Yeah, I mean, maybe if you're so excited about the brewery that you're drinking the beer all the time, that could lead to it. I can yeah. see that for sure. Crack, crack salesman? Yeah, crack salesman. <laughs> you would totally get fired for being a crack salesman if you were just I'd so... smoke all the crack! Or you were just so excited you told everybody you were selling crack, and that's not good for the crack business. True. You don't want to spread that information. Yeah. yeah. All right. Put it on Facebook. Yeah. And um, do I don't, I don't know, man. Could you get too, personally? Could you be somebody that is too excited in the kitchen? Have you ever worked with somebody that is way too excited? Yeah, anybody that's starting a job and then decided they want to go to school for it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Just the excitement in that, and I'm like, you need to work in the business a little bit longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just hang that in might not get you fired, but it'll get you quit yeah. real quick yeah. if, if you go to school for it and then don't actually experience the industry. Keith's saying being an, being an excited mailman. Saki also says he would enjoy being an asshole bleacher. An asshole bleacher. Oh, yeah. But then you get yeah. all of the assholes. It's not just <laughs> the ones you want to see because sometimes maybe – Maybe Kyle's asshole needs to get bleached, and then you wouldn't be so happy about that. But would you get fired for like whistling while you work as an asshole bleacher and being super stoked about no, it? You're whistling my ass. Yeah. <laughs> what if your ass whistled first? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Zach, anything that you could think that you would get fired um, for for I being too sort excited of deal over? Deal with this already in okay. my job. Yeah. It's not so getting fired. It's like not getting the the job. Right. Sometimes when you you know you just got to mow somebody's lawn. But you see something, and landscaping, we, uh, You're I've always been a, a creative person, and this is a, it is a creative thing. When you see somebody's garden or whatever, you're like, oh, what if we did this? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, it's always me and Nate and Eric, and we have like, oh, what if we did this? And they, oh, how fucking cool would this oh, be? Yeah. And then you tell the homeowner, you're like, it's only going to cost you, and you didn't, like, Ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and they're like, uh, "No, I just want you to mow the grass." They're like, oh, oh, like it's not like I got fired from that job. That job was. Uh, never but you can be so excited every day, and you keep throwing but ideas. But so at excited, them. and you, yeah. you see somebody's house, you know, because you know we work at a lot of different homes, a lot yeah. of different businesses, and it's always different. Yeah. So yeah. you see something, you're like, "Oh, you know, would be perfect in this garden." A th- a fucking 8,000 pound boulder. Yes. And they, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Like a huge, like. Yeah, like a yoga boulder. And, like, yeah. and then, and my, you know, and Nate and Do Eric could look at it. me and go, oh yeah. Oh. That would be awesome. Yeah. And then we tell them, and they're like, nope. They're like, uh, and how much you want to charge me for this boulder? We're like, <laughs> dollar a pound. Oh, well, alright. $2,000 boulder yeah. put in my lawn. Well, but we gotta move it, too. We gotta move it. Yeah, we and you know, sometimes it. people are like, yeah, that's a great, that would be great. Yeah. I just... But you could be so overzealous that you turn somebody off. Yeah. And maybe to the point where they, they turn off from you all together and they're like, this guy just, oh, alright. Do you think anybody, uh, happened to anybody working on a Death Star? Oh my god, just like, I'm so excited <laughs> to destroy well, they all be like, of these people. We can make this better by not having that exhaust port. <laughs> and, and they're like, get out of here. Oh, Maybe guy. that's what happened. That's the secret. Alright, well again, a big thank you to the guys over at Let Me Ask You a Question for doing what they do every single week. Um, I am trying to get on there, maybe all of us, me, I have no idea. We're going to try to do a crossover soon. Everyone's got a lot of time on their hands, so we really need to make that happen. Again, you can go to moot.tv in your web browser and check out the uh, all of the backlog episodes of Kyle Muckle Won't Shut Up, uh, White Wasabi, and Let Me Ask You a Question. You can also go check out their store where they've got a bunch of different uh, Moot TV and Let Me Ask You a Question uh, uh, pieces of apparel. Uh, they've got bags, coffee cups, everything like that. Socks. They might have stopped doing condoms, but at one point they had a condom, I believe, with Anthony's face on the tip of it, um, which we could all do and see whose condom sells better. We do a competition amongst ourselves. That'd be fun to do. Uh, but again, check them out at moot.tv <laughs> on, on Mondays on guy. iTunes and Stitcher. <laughs> no, like, yeah, no. It, no, it, it comes condom. with a needle already pushed through it. <laughs> this is a waste of time. This is for display only. All right. Again, a big thank you to everybody over 
at a uh, death of an astronaut. Yeah, again, check out Jupiter coming out April 17th this Friday. You can find them again at death of an astronaut on Instagram. And then a big thank you to Mr. Justin Olin Pato for getting everything put together tonight. You're welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime, I mean, we, we really got not much else to do at this point. It's true. Yeah, just keeping it's ourselves true. and yourselves busy. Yeah. And Mr. Zachary. I have to work tomorrow. Storm in. Zachary, I have to humble brag work tomorrow. Storm in. All right, guys. Thank you again for everybody that joined us tonight. A lot of awesome uh, feedback and, and interaction there, so we always enjoy seeing you guys there. Um, thank you to everybody that's listening again in the future, whether it's on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, just you know, keep keep making sure that you're you're paying attention yeah. and you know share it to your friends tell your friends to check us out everybody you know any musicians that want, want yeah. music played we'll play music know. we'll do any well if you got if you got somebody that's an animator we'll we'll show some fucking animation you got a yeah, short yeah. film we'll show your short film you have art Whatever. we'll display it during music break and if you're a content you a creator dick? that does not right. we will show your big dick <laughs> uh, if you're a content creator that does not have the platform that you uh, want to get things out message us um, any of us directly or any of uh, our uh, you know houseboat underscore TLJ on Instagram houseboat timely Jones on uh, Facebook um, and yeah we would love to to work with anybody that is interested in putting out some new uh, sure. content um, as always here is our closing song to play us out the greatest song we've ever written true we'll see you guys next week when our guest won't be Dave Shady. It was supposed to be Dave Shady, but with all this, we Ooh. don't have him. We might still have his music, though. I got to talk to him, make sure we can get his music still. Yeah. But check back next week, guys. Have a great rest of your uh, evening, and uh, see you next time. Yeah, be safe. Wash your hands. Wash your asshole. Yeah. And watch your asshole. Yeah. Watch my asshole. Watch what it Fuck does. Fuck you. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music For your own show, who am I? Kelsey Kramer If I could only drink like him We're gonna write a new one every week Some will be solid, some will be weak We're gonna write a new one every week Some will be solid some will be total experimental peace.